Today is the feast of the most holy name of Mary, a feast which finds its roots in Spain but was extended to the universal church in thanksgiving after the events of Lepanto and Vienna. It is a feast to celebrate the divine assistance provided to man by the Blessed Virgin Mary. If there are five sins against the Immaculate Heart of Our Lady that we are to make reparations for when keeping the five First Saturdays devotion, this feast is a sort of the antithesis of those sins, for the feast of the Holy Name of Mary is meant to recognize her maternity over humanity and her queenship of heaven and her role as a mediatrix between her son and the human race. Every September 12th, when we celebrate this memorial, we should resolve to always honor the Most Holy Name of Mary, recall her qualities, and call constantly upon her protection and assistance. St. Alphonsus Liguori gives us insight into this. In his book, The Glories of Mary, he says, After the most sacred name of Jesus, the name of Mary is so rich in every good thing, that on earth and in heaven there is no other from which devout souls receive so much grace, hope, and sweetness. From this title, Holy Name of Mary, we unpack the dimensions of who she is to us. She was called by that name, by God. Hail Mary, full of grace. Mary became the mother of his son. Calling her by different titles is the explication of the most holy name of Mary. In the church, her name is used throughout generations with incredible reverence and love as the mother of God and our mother, and for her extraordinary intercessory powers which the Lord granted to her. Are you troubled by physical pains, sufferings, to those even greater ones in moral pain and suffering? Are you struggling with sins? Our Lady is a lifeline for you and will always provide you assistance. If we are open to her as the as mother, it is the truth of her divine maternity, and we approach her in trust and confidence. The Memorare offers us a this sort of personal relationship. It, through the Memorare, we can experience her presence and her special protection and the mercy of the Lord that she is able to obtain for us. Now, we can say that calling on Mary by praying her rosary is the major way to her. General Sobieski at, in those, at Vienna had his men pray the rosary. Before that, St. Pius V asked people to pray the rosary, and a small fleet was victorious against all odds when hope seemed lost at Lepanto. As recently as Fatima, Our Lady asked for the daily rosary for, to be prayed for peace. Padre Pio called the rosary the weapon for our times. Mary is also there to help us even in the direst circumstances. She keeps us safe. She defeats evil. The tradition of the Church is that when you call upon her name in times of moral weakness, she is especially efficacious in this area, says one priest who has dedicated his life to spreading devotion to Our Lady. And he points out that our society is plagued with this problem. In Mary, we see how we can become, by the gift of redemptive grace of Christ, totally faithful and pure from the heart before the Lord. St. Alphonsus Liguori recognized her powerful name gives strength to overcome temptations against impurity. And Thomas Akempis affirmed the devils fear her so much that on hearing her name, they flies from a burning tire. The advice of St. Bernard, in dangers and perplexities and doubtful cases, think of Mary, call on Mary. Let her not leave thy lips, let her not depart from thy heart. Now, it is actually St. Bernard of Clairvaux that I want to focus on here. I'm going to actually end this short reflection with an excerpt from a homily of his on the Most Holy Name of Mary. St. Bernard was a Marian saint of great renown in the 12th century, whose devotion to the Ave Maria, or the Hail Mary, is why our Lord's name is mentioned in that prayer. It was his practice that actually added that to it, or, you know, through the sort of organic 
development of prayer and uh, tradition in the life of the church. And his spread of devotion to Our Lady was legendary. In a way, he sort of set the stage for St. Dominic's work a century later. From his homily for September 12th, which is typically read as a reflection for Matins on that day, quote, And the Virgin's name was Mary. Let us speak a little about this name, which is said to mean Star of the Sea, and which so well befits the Virgin Mother. Rightly, she is likened to a star. As a star emits a ray without being dimmed, so the Virgin brought forth her son without receiving any injury. The ray takes not from the brightness of the star, nor the sun from his mother's virginal integrity. This is the noble star risen out of Jacob, whose ray illumines the whole world, whose splendor shines in the heavens, penetrates the abyss, and traversing the whole earth, gives warmth rather to souls than to bodies, cherishing the virtues, withering the vices. Mary is that bright and incomparable star, whom we need to see raised above this vast sea, shining by her merits, and giving us light by her example. All of you who see yourselves amid the tides of the world, tossed by the storms and tempests, rather than walking on land, do not turn your eyes away from this shining star, unless you want to be overwhelmed by the hurricane. If temptation storms or you fall upon the rocks of tribulation, look to the star. Call upon Our Lady Mary. If you are tossed by the waves of pride or ambition, detraction or envy, look to the star. Call upon Mary. If anger or avarice or the desires of the flesh dash against the ship of your soul, turn your eyes to Mary. If troubled by the enormity of your crimes, ashamed of your guilty conscience, terrified by dread of the judgment, you begin to sink into the gulf of sadness or the abyss of despair, think of Mary. In dangers, in anguish, in doubt, think of Mary. Call upon Mary. Let her name be ever on your lips, ever in your heart, and the better to obtain the help of her prayers. Imitate the example of her life. Following her, thou strayest not. Invoking her, thou despairest not. Thinking of her, thou wanderest not. Upheld by her, thou fallest not. Shielded by her, thou fearest not. Guided by her, thou growest not weary. Favored by her, thou reachest the goal. And thus dost thou experience in thyself how good is that saying, and the Virgin's name was Mary. That was an excerpt from the a homily that is used for reflection at Matins on this feast day, originally by St. Bernard of Clairvaux. And if you're interested, I have a different homily of his for tomorrow, for your Sunday reflection, for those, again, who like that content. But in your everyday life, the lesson for this feast day and for Marian devotion broadly is to call upon Mary in those times. Say a Hail Mary. Recite the Memorare. And if you haven't, take up the Holy Rosary if you have yet to do so. In times of distress, the Ave Maria is a fast prayer that can be said to strengthen your resolve and find assistance from heaven. If we do, like Sobieski, we too will be victors. Remember this day, reduced to an optional memorial on the new calendar for some reason, as we head into the deeps of the month of Our Lady's sorrows. I hope you found this useful. And please, as always, pray for the Church. Thank you for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.